0: So how many Anchor accounts do you have? Do you have just one? That's cool. But have you ever thought about having more than one? A matter of fact, how about many Anchor accounts? I'm Dr. Dan with Anchor Talk, and this podcast episode is entitled Multiple Anchor Accounts. So all you need is a separate email address to start another Anchor account. Why would you want to have more than one Anchor account? Maybe you have more than one idea. Maybe you have more than one interest or hobby or passion or dream. As for me, I think I'm approaching double digits. I'm going to count them up and later in this episode, I will share with you all my different Anchor accounts. You see, I consider Anchor just a great place to try out ideas, try out my dreams. Uh, Some podcasts could be daily, like Anchor Talk is. Some could be weekly. Some could be bi-weekly. So there are a lot of possibilities. So stay tuned for some ideas on multiple Anchor accounts here on Anchor Talk. A few segments ago, we had a podcast episode called Co-Host Podcasting. It's episode 67. And we shared a lot of ideas on how to start a podcast with someone else. It could be someone from your business. It could be someone uh, from your family. It could be a shared login, it could be a business partner, someone you have a shared common interest with. It could be a co-author of a book or a project, many, many different ideas. That is a great way to need an extra anchor account. So what do you need for an extra anchor account? You just basically need a separate email address and separate logo or photo and a different description. And you can create it quite easily. So I would encourage you, if you're thinking about having more than one Anchor Station, to revisit our episode, episode 67, just for some ideas. You don't have to do this alone. So I do have myself, Dr. Dan, I've got multiple Anchor accounts that I do myself, but I have many more that I've shared with others. And uh, I have one that I've shared with my brother, Dave, author motivator. And another one I share with him called Kazoo Circus. Also one that I just started with a photographer. His name is Keone. And that is called Beauty of the Bride. And I'm getting ready to start one with my sister called Creating Blue Sky. Those are just a couple. So we're talking about multiple anchor accounts. I thought I would just throw in the reference of that episode 67. To get you thinking beyond just perhaps one single station or channel here in anchor that you are doing four minutes and 36 seconds yeah i've timed myself i've gotten pretty good at opening up a new anchor account that's how long it takes me to create a new gmail account and an anchor account combined so as i've said before this is the multiple anchor accounts podcast episode and all you really need is a separate email address and you can open up another Anchor account. Have you ever heard of a thing called Gmail? Yeah, it's the number one uh, email free uh, application online. So all I do if I want to start a new Anchor account, I go to Gmail, create a new account, create one very quickly and then I've got my email and then I can associate with my Anchor account, put that email in, create a password, all you need is one picture. Uh, that you just put up there you can always change it and update it later you can create a logo or whatever but I'm talking just to get it going you have from idea to completion it takes me four minutes and 36 seconds to create a new gmail account and the anchor account and that includes a description when you open up a new anchor account you always want to claim the URL so uh, one of my newer anchor stations is great motivators well if you just put the name great motivators in it it'll have a dash in the URL Uh, go ahead and change that to great motivators without the dash and then you will claim your URL which would be anchor.fm slash great motivators that's what I would suggest so uh, I challenge you I challenge you to think about opening a new account and I'm going to dare you on the next segment get ready for an anchor dare i dare you to think wow and to consider an additional anchor station or channel i know you've got more than one idea in your brain head and heart so here's the dare i dare you to open up a gmail account and anchor account in five minutes or less yeah that's all it takes in the previous segment i shared with you it took me four minutes and 36 seconds so you can do it, I dare you. Let me know if you listen to this please and take up my dare and call in and let me know how you did it, how long it took you and what your new station is. Hey, Anchor Talk is all about promoting you, the anchor voices and your stations. So anytime you start a new one, let us know and we'll be happy to promote it. I dare you to start a new Anchor channel and station in five minutes or less. It's Dr. Dan from Anchor Talk, and I want to talk about dreams. You know, for me, Anchor is a dream factory. I get to try out different ideas and dreams in different channels and connect with different people from all over the world. How amazingly cool is that? So with that in mind, this is part of the episode multiple Anchor accounts. Now you may have a main account and you're nice and comfy with that. That's awesome. All I am asking you is to consider the possibility of another Anchor account. It could be a dream account. You could try out that idea that you've thought about for so long. Now I know many people here on Anchor already have multiple accounts and we will highlight a few of those in the next few segments as part of this podcast episode but just think of it again as a dream factory what are your dreams do you have more than one dream maybe you could take one of those dreams and just start a new anchor channel put some ideas out there just develop it pursue your potential and see what happens where would we be without the honeybee it's estimated that bees pollinate around a third of the food we eat worldwide. I like to think of content in the same way, cross-pollination. When you have content in multiple social media channels, multiple content channels, you can cross-pollinate yourself. So let's talk about here on Anchor. I am working on a segment right now on Anchor Talk, my main station here on Anchor, about multiple Anchor accounts what I'm going to do after this segment is do a little cross-pollination with some content from another one of my channels, which actually kind of fits in with the concept of the multiple anchor accounts. It's going to be from my channel called Great Motivators. It's one I started a while back that I'm reviving now. And today's episode on the Great Motivators anchor station is Pursue Potential. So I'm going to cross-pollinate and echo some of the segments from that other channel. It happens to be nice uh, content that will be part of the concept of the multiple anchor accounts because it's all about potential. So I hope you enjoy the next few segments from Great Motivators. It's an example of how you can cross-pollinate some of your content from one station or channel to the other and echo your some of your own content on multiple anchor stations.
1: Hello, Dr. Dan. I have three anchor accounts. I have... Oh, my birds are waking up and saying, Hey, why aren't you coming out? Why are you anchoring in bed and not visiting us? Anyways, sorry, sidetrack. <laughs> I'm being scolded by a lorikeet. Um, yeah, I have Musical Movie Mashup, uh, which is a station that... I started just so I could have a station where I didn't do any call-ins, I didn't do any talking. I just put stuff up, like, and a lot of nostalgic stuff. So, and then uh, I've got oh, I've changed names a few times. So at the moment, it's Ukululu, and I archive some things there. I use it. I have used it as an echoing station before, and at the moment. I'm going to be using it for any big projects with lots of people involved.
0: I want to give a shout out to Lulu Island, who is awesome. We love you. And she just uh, left a call in that I posted that shared that she has three anchor stations. How cool is that? We've been doing a podcast episode on multiple anchor stations. So I did not know that. Lulu Island is the one I know, and I'm going to check out your other ones. Uh, It's musical movie mashup and ukulele. Now, Lulu Island, in her profile, she says she's a person and a place. It's a kaleidoscope of music, skits, and storytelling that your ears will find delicious. She is so creative, and yes, she does play the ukulele and sing. Thank you, Lulu Island. You are awesome.
2: Hey, Dr. Dan, Raritat here. I was uh, wondering what you thought of this idea. Uh, you talked about uh, people doing joint podcasts and whatnot. But what about a feature on Anchor like groups where everyone could post their own segments to one station? Like you could have multiple people on one station and it would be treated as a, as a group So like a group station, so you could have different topics for different groups, and uh, there could be like an administrator to uh, give permission for people to join the group, so it wouldn't just be a free-for-all. But uh, what do you think about that? I'm just curious. And uh, put on a great show, Dr. Dan. Thanks a lot. Okay, bye.
0: Hello, Rare Todd. Thank you for the call in, and I love your idea. I think you're saying kind of like Facebook groups, uh, but we could have Anchor groups. Hey, I think it's a great uh, idea. Uh, I will forward it on to the Anchor team. You can do it also. Uh, You know, a good idea would be uh, to go uh, to support.anchor.fm and put that as a feature request. Uh, So I will try to do that myself. And if you see that, you can uh, like it. And the more people who express interest in something, the more attention they give it. So love the idea of anchor groups, kind of like Facebook groups where you could have multiple people contributing. Idea of the day, Rare Todd. Awesome, awesome. Thanks again. Thanks, Lulu Island, for the shout out. I'll tell you what, if you play some of your ukulele, I will play some of my mandolin. Is that a deal? Okay, I'm going to tune up my mandolin in anticipation of hearing some beautiful ukulele melodies from Australia.
3: Hey, Dr. Dan KT here. Probably one of the most random callings I'm doing because it's been a while since we got chatted. But uh, yeah, I've been going doing some things in school and... You know with the podcast and all. Hey, you did say uh, that two hundred challenge on the podcast. <laughs> uh, th- obviously, we're not near anywhere near that number, but we're at four right now. I just published episode four. Check it out. But uh, yeah, glad glad that's going well, and um, it sounds like you're still going strong with the anchor app. You know, it's been it's been a hot topic and a hot commodity uh, recently. So good to see uh, you taking initiative. And I'll talk to you a little bit later and just more of a check-in. Thanks, Dan.
0: Hey, KT from Anchor Nation, Kevin Touch. Hey, I hope you're doing great in school. I know you just started uh, just a week or two ago. I'm sure you're rocking it out there in all your classes, so it's great to hear from you. Thanks for checking in. Uh, For my listeners here on Anchor Talk, if you haven't had a chance to listen to the interview with Kevin Touch, I really encourage you to do that. You will be inspired. It's episode 65. So thanks again, KT. Keep up the great work in college. Just exactly what is a shout-about? Now, we've all heard of shout-outs. And actually, earlier today, I played a very good segment from Avi of Tech Talk Tips, who talked about a shout-out. And you can really only do a shout-out when someone listens to one of your segments and you click View All Listeners, bottom left, and then that's where you can give a shout-out. So if you want to give a shout out to someone and they haven't listened to maybe a segment recently, it's kind of hard to do that. Having said all that, I am proposing a term that I am dubbing shout about. So it's really a requested call in and we're using this with the interview feature. I'd had this idea and I was talking with Kelly Noble Mirabella and she had a great combo idea to use the shout about concept with an interview. So we're featuring an interview and uh, then we ask people to call in with a shout about. Now a shout about is basically a 60 second or less summary of who you are, what you're all about. Tell us about your station. Tell us a little bit more about you personally. It would be kind of a personal elevator statement, but you've got 60 seconds to do it. And the beautiful thing about that, especially coupled next to an interview, You have the anchor member's station right there, and people can go ahead and star the station. Fave. Just fave them right there. So love that idea that Kelly had. The shout about is a requested call-in that people call in, and it tells you about them. The cool thing is it can be a call-in boomerang that I've talked about in the past to where they can add that back to their station and it becomes a nice little bumper for them kind of a station ID and so uh, we featured Chris at popcorn finance he uh, uh, uploaded his interview uh, a few segments back and I was so enamored about saving and using the popcorn interlude that I forgot to include a shout about just being honest with you So I thought I would just start a new podcast episode and talk about shoutabouts and give you some examples. So here's a shoutabout from Chris. Now, I think this is an example of a fantastic branded shoutabout. He has his name in the title, Popcorn Finance. That's the whole idea because I want to promote his station. And he gives a very good overview of what his station is all about. The kind of topics he he talks about and shares about uh, a shout about it can be any form. People may want to do them more informally. Sometimes they're thanking me for the interview. That's fine. Sometimes they'll say thanks, Doctor, you know, Doctor Dan from Anchorage for the interview. That's fine, but it doesn't, I think, achieve quite the goal of at least I envision for a shout about the way the next one does that was called in. By Chris. So Chris, you are great at branding. You get it. So next we'll feature Chris's shout about that really is just a nice promo for his station and what he does. I requested that because I wanted it to coincide with his interview today. So let's hear from Chris from Popcorn Finance. Right after we just do one more interlude with a popcorn, is that is that too much? Try not to overdo the popcorn interlude today, but in honor of Chris and Popcorn Finance, I'm going to sneak a little popcorn uh, interlude in right before his shout about. hey everyone hope you're doing well this is chris with popcorn finance where we discuss the finance issues that we all deal with and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn uh, my goal with this podcast was to make personal finance approachable i wanted to take some of the fear out of it and just to let everyone know this is something you can do you can handle it you don't have to be some financial genius to be able to go through and handle your personal finances with confidence so i just wanted to, to provide a, a resource for you all to to learn, to grow, and uh, just to make a small community where we can all talk about these things, ask questions, and grow together. So thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy the interview. This is a call-out for Shoutabouts. As I've explained in a previous segment today, a shout about is a call-in where you call into another station, and in this case, I'm asking you to call into Anchor Talk and give us a preview and a promo about what you do, who you are, What's your Anchor Voice all about? And then we will put it on our station to let our listeners know about you. And usually I like to try to couple that with a segment of my own and encouraging people to uh, check you out, fave you, star your station. And if it works out in the show mix, even try to play an example of some of your content. So I am asking you and I'm calling out Hello, Anchor members! To call in to Anchor Talk with a shout about. This is an opportunity for you to get more exposure, and I'm doing this shout about episode for 24 hours. I started it about, I think, 2 o'clock Eastern Standard on Friday. I'm gonna keep it open till Saturday morning ish. So, would love to not only feature you on Anchor Talk, but it can be part of our permanent podcast episode. So give us a call in and we're gonna play some more examples. We just played Chris from Popcorn Finance which I thought was an excellent example. You can personalize it, whatever you wanna do. I wanna be able to promote you and just let people know who the anchor members are. And you don't have to do a profile interview to do a shout about. Now we do, we include it when we do a profile interview, but. Let's get some shout-abouts going. Let me hear. If you listen to this uh, segment, just take time, give us a call-in, and give us a shout-about, a preview and promo of who you are and what your anchor voice is all about. Thanks in advance. A shout-about is a call-in boomerang. If you go to our archived episode, episode 32, I talk about call-in boomerangs. That's a term that I kind of coined because that's the way I like to think of a call-in. When someone calls in to my show, Anchor Talk, it becomes uh, part of my content that I can use, my station, but also my saved podcast episodes. Once I publish it, then the originator of that call-in can echo it back, share it, and then add it to your station, and they own it too. So we both can save it in our podcast episodes, and our anchor episodes. So if they send it out and then they add it back to the station, it's called a call-in boomerang. At least that's what I call it. So my brain can remember how call-ins work. So the beautiful thing about a shout-about is if you do a call-in to me, then you can echo it back to your station and it just becomes a nice little promo ID bumper. So you put those two together, it's a shout-about call-in boomerang. I hope you're following my brain on this. Uh, I come up with these names just so I can remember this stuff because I want to know Anchor inside and out and I want to share it the best way I can so you can uh, be able to leverage all the options available to you. So that's a shout about call in Boomerang, but it presents itself as an ID bumper for you. So next we are going to actually hear from Jay Andrews from Tech Parental and we're going to feature him with another shout about and uh, we'll hear from him very soon. Dr. Dan back with you for one last segment in our incredible interviews tutorial episode here. This has been uh, comprehensive, but I want to make sure that you knew all the ins and outs of the interview feature because I've had a lot of fun learning about it through our profile interview series. And that's the last thing I want to lead with. You may hear me say it a lot, but we are on a quest to interview 100 anchor members to get to know you. Uh, It's a great time, usually it's about 15 to 25 minutes, sit down, fireside chat type interview. And I feel the nearly 20 people I've interviewed so far, I have such a deeper connection. And you get to know people so much better, and I know a lot of you have heard a lot of those interviews. Uh, Give me some feedback, give me a call in if you would. Let me know if this has been a helpful thing. Do you enjoy them? Uh, Any ideas, suggestions, I'm always open to that. Uh, Also, I will say that my brother Dave Davidson and I are working on the Anchor Voices book project. It's an audio-centric, collaborative project where we're writing a book in the next 60 days. You can go to anchorvoices.com, join the Facebook group if you wanna get involved with that. But here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna include, this is my initial thoughts at least, at least the first 50 Anchor Profile interviews as profile interview examples in the book, Anchor Voices. So, we've got at least 32 slots available. How would you like to be interviewed? Have me interview you and we can promote your show, your profile, your station, your podcast, and then know that you're gonna be in the book, available on Amazon, November 15th, called Anchor Voices. That's kind of cool. So go to anchorinterviews.com, find a time. I'm happening to be recording this kind of midday on Labor Day. I've, my schedule is very free today. I've opened up the interviews till midnight. Now I'm checking it every few hours. I'm not doing straight interviews, but I've been able to do about four or five this weekend. So I have more time. As far as tomorrow, I get back as a full-time chiropractor. Uh, patience all day. So, if you got some time here on an extra holiday weekend, just takes about a half hour of your time, go to anchorinterviews.com and let me just say this. I did interview several top 20 stations yesterday, which was kind of fun. But I have enjoyed every single interview and I just interviewed Kevin Touch that we're going to play a little bit later today. He's an 18-year-old student just starting college he just started anchor he's not on any other social media platform he just started uh, anchor station it was a fantastic interview he's got such a future so if you just started anchor we want to hear from you even if you haven't even done a post yet let's just talk and get to you know you as a person okay you don't have to have a big station a big podcast a top 20 station it's anyone we want to know everyone and that you feel welcome. And we want to get to know you. So go to anchorinterviews.com and know that you can be part of the Anchor Voices collaborative audio book project as well. Thanks for tuning in to this series. I think I've uh, pretty much exhausted most everything about interviews. So I'm gonna wrap up this episode and I believe this may be episode 61. I'll see my numbering system, but uh, you can refer back to it and or you can uh, let other people know who are interested in learning about interviews to, uh, you know, refer to it for future reference. Thanks so much. Have a great Anchor Day. Just a few hours ago, Lulu Island from Australia said that she would play some ukulele if I played some mandolin. So, here's my mandolin. I'm looking forward to some lovely ukulele tunes. Lulu Island. from the blogging podcast and i really love what you do on your podcast anchor talk now i wanted to bring the hottest topic in the community down to your podcast and i want to learn what your listeners think about background music because this conversation has been going on for too long and it needs to stop or it doesn't need to stop anyways listeners what do you think about background music Background music or no background music? Everyone wants to know. I wanna know. Eileen wants to know. Dr. Dan wants to know. Simon Says wants to know. Everybody wants to know. So what do you think about background music? Just call in right now and let Dr. Dan feature you on his podcast. Hi, Dr. Dan, it's Shailen Jassani. It's just a quick call in to say thank you for sharing my segment this morning. I appreciate the echo. Just completed my day's travel from London to Amsterdam and Holland. Visiting a friend for the weekend. Keep up the good work and um, hope to connect again soon. Thanks. Bye. Do you have football fever? If you do, I have a prescription. It's a station here on Anchor called Football Fanatic. And we were able to catch up with Jacob Galapo. He is an 18-year-old his first year of college, and he's a smart guy. He uh, already started in his sophomore year, and he has a rockin' podcast here on Anchor called Football Fanatic where he talks about all NFL. So we were able to interview Jacob as part of our Anchor Profile Series, and uh, I know you're going to really enjoy him. And even if you're not a football fan, please listen to this interview because he is inspiring what he's done. He just graduated from high school a couple months ago. And he has 25 podcasts he's already done. He was one of the first podcasts on Anchor, June 29th, when they sent out the email that they now had podcast stability. He jumped on it. That's the that's the date of his first podcast. Uh, he is very talented, uh, and he's really doing a fantastic job here on Anchor. has a very lively, active station. You can check out uh, how he embeds. His episodes into his website at footballfanaticpodcast.com. He lives in Wisconsin. He's a Green Bay Packer fan. Now, you know, I tried to be nice, and I was nice. I'm a Bears fan. I grew up near Chicago. So uh, the Packers are doing better than the Bears these years. But we had a lot of fun. Uh, Hope you enjoy this interview. And just to remind you, this is part of our Anchor Profile series. Our goal, our quest is to interview 100 Anchor members in the next year, and we are well on our way. We've, we've already passed 25 interviews, so you can be a part of it. We want to get to know you. These are so cool, these uh, profile interviews. Go ahead and sign up at anchorinterviews.com, and we'd love to feature you. For now, let's get some football fever going here. The weekend's coming up. And let's listen to Jacob about his station, Football Fanatic.
4: Will Tom Brady and the New England Patriots repeat as Super Bowl champs this year? Who are the best wide receivers to uh, pick for your fantasy football game this week? And who's the best and 2 team that has a chance of getting in the playoffs? These are burning questions of the NFL, and we're going to learn Maybe some of the answers tonight, Uh, we have an expert, NFL expert, and as part of our Anchor Profile interview series, Uh, hi, I'm Dr. Dan with Anchor Talk, and we have Jacob Gallipo with us. Jacob, welcome to uh, Anchor Talk. How are you doing today?
3: I'm doing great. Thanks for having me.
4: Well, Jacob, you have a very uh, popular uh, anchor station and podcast called Football Fanatic, uh, congratulations on uh, all, all your podcasting, and uh, you, you just have a love for NFL football. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got interested in football.
3: Yeah, so um, but like you said, my name is Jake Galpo. Um, I'm 18. I just graduated high school this past summer, so I'm attending college now. Um, I was able to do some early college, so I have about a year and a half's worth of early college uh, credit. So I had drink awesome. as a sophomore. Um, and yeah, how I got into football, um, I, my grandpa and my dad both, um, they both really enjoyed football and they watched it. And I live in Wisconsin, so I'm a Packer fan. And they would always, make, it would be like their joke. They'd ask me like, hey, Jacob, ready to watch the Packer game? And I would always say no, because I didn't enjoy <laughs> football. Uh, and then one day they asked me if I wanted to watch it. And I said, yes, and I don't know why, but I did, and I've been watching it ever since.
4: That's awesome. Well, hey, that that's a great football country there in Wisconsin. Now, you're in Sheboygan, Wisconsin, is that right?
3: That is correct.
4: Awesome. Now, how close is that to Green Bay?
3: Uh, it's about an hour away, probably a little more.
4: Okay, very close on that side of the state. So uh, do you and your uh, family get to go to some Packer games?
3: Uh, not as many as I would like. I've, I've never actually been to a regular season game because, um, my honestly, my dad would rather watch it on the TV. So I'm planning on making some trips up there coming up with my friends, but tickets are kind of hard to get. They're sold out a lot.
4: Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Well, uh, so let me ask you about your uh, podcast here on Anchor. Uh, you have been very busy podcasting. I I, I looked at your station, and uh, your very first podcast episode was June 29th, and you have already have 25 episodes. You've been busy.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, trying to post as much as I can. There's there's a lot of stuff to talk about in the NFL. There's only so yeah. long that it's on. So.
4: Right, right. So you have all your preseason talk, and now we're through week two. Now, I, I remember the date – June twenty ninth, because that's the day I got the email that Anchor was starting the feature where you could push out a podcast. So uh, you were, I think, an Anchor member before that. And what when you saw that email, you just, hey, I'm going to start my podcast today, huh?
3: Yep, pretty much. I've been, um, I've wanted to do a podcast for a while, and I, as I mentioned, I'm a college student, so I don't have a lot of extra money lying around. So I wasn't able to pay for hosting and stuff. Um, so when Anchor, they're like, Hey, you can podcast for free now. I jumped on the opportunity right away.
4: I mean, it's cool to kind of think you were one of the first podcasts, uh, that got registered, uh, with the Anchor app, so that's pretty cool.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I think especially if Anchor continues to grow, that'll be a pretty cool thing to be able to say.
4: Yes. Now, uh, speaking of Anchor. I was listening to your station today, and you you have a great mix of things. I mean, you know, current uh, speculation about the upcoming week, and you've got fantasy football questions. And uh, Maya, who is the head of operations of Anchor, actually called into your station today with some advice on, I think, which receiver she should uh, use for fantasy football this week. I thought that was kind of neat.
3: Yeah, yeah, we um – Obviously, football season is just kind of getting going. So we have, like, um, Maya made a little group on this uh, program called Slack. And it's basically just like a group message where all the guys from the various football podcasts, we all kind of connect on there. So it's an easy place for us to set up collaborations and bounce back and forth ideas. So I just posted on there and said I was going to be doing a segment on answering fantasy questions. And she called in. Because I, I guess you play fantasy football. I, I wouldn't have known that, but yeah, it's pretty cool.
4: That, that, that is cool. Awesome, awesome. So, uh, well, let's talk about fantasy football, uh, Jacob. I mean, fantasy football has grown. It's pretty huge here. Just give us a sense of, of uh, how many people play it and how big it is.
3: Oh, I couldn't give you the exact number because there's just, um, there's a few different places you can do it. There's Yahoo leagues. There's ESPN leagues. There's – NFL leagues. And then there's, and now there's, um, daily fantasy, which is becoming more and more popular FanDuel and DraftKings and ones like that, which it's just like, you draft your team every week. So you don't have to be committed. And then if you have these guys to injuries, you don't have to worry about that. So, I mean, there's, there's tons, but I know, um, I listened to a different ESPN podcast about football and they said, uh, they had like 10% more, a 10% increase over last year. So I know it's, it's growing at a big rate. I don't know the exact numbers, but it's getting, it's getting popular more and more.
4: So, so what are some of the questions that people will call
3: in? You said you had a
4: feature on that today about fantasy football.
3: Yeah. um, Well, the ones I got today, um, usually it's like questions about which guy should I start? And they'll, then they'll list like, all right, I've got this guy and this guy and this guy. And, A lot of times it's guys that you're not really, I mean, especially this early in the season, you don't really know what to expect from them. So it's kind of more um, calling in and like there's, I have the station, so I obviously being able to put out all these episodes and stuff, I do a lot of research and keeping up with everything that's going on. So just calling into people who are a little little more researched and they hopefully know a little bit more. That's what I try to be able to do. Um just seeing what they get, getting second opinions and stuff like that.
4: Awesome, awesome. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a lot to keep up with, with all the teams, and like you said, the injuries and, uh, you know, who who's hot and who's not and who they're playing each week. So, uh, right. I mean, there's a lot that goes into uh, selecting your, your team, I guess, each week, isn't it?
3: Oh, yeah. And, I mean, that's why – Um, fantasy is hard to predict and I, I'm not always going to be right. And a lot of times I won't be right, but, um, speculation definitely is, you you just kind of have to do it, but there's also a lot of factors that you can look at to give you an idea of what's going to happen. So that's what I try to do.
4: Yeah. Well, I I think there are quite a few people on anchor because uh, I know a lot of the football stations are very popular and, and getting a lot of, you know, listeners, uh, Let's talk about the NFL itself. Of course, you're a Packers fan. Uh, How are they looking this year? Do you think they're going to be able to make the playoffs and make a good run at it?
3: I think they can. I mean, I still think we're the best team in the division. The, the The Lions are looking pretty good right now, but they haven't faced really a team that's done very well yet, and I think they're going to kind of fall back. The Vikings look pretty good, though. So I think the Vikings are probably going to be our main competition for the division rivalry. But, I mean, honestly, our, our team has made it to the NFC Championship pretty often. I, a lot of people think that Aaron Rodgers um, just it, it doesn't play in the prime or in the clutch or whatever since they made the one Super Bowl. But we've made it to the NFC Championship two or three times since then, just haven't sure. been able to get past it. The defense hasn't been good enough. And I think the defense is better this year. I don't know if we'll make it this year because they are, there are a lot of young guys, but I think we're, we're definitely better than we were last year.
4: You see, I'm from uh, near Chicago originally, so I'm a lifelong uh, Bears fan. And of course, they're they're in a oh, rebuilding boy. mode right now. But I'll tell you what, Aaron Rodgers just has a way of just uh, finding a way to pull games out. I mean, you know, he, he's uh, really kept the Bears uh, humbled in the last few years. That's just sure. <laughs> yeah,
3: he's <laughs> very very talented.
4: Yeah, so. Uh, Okay, well, so we're in the NFC. NFC to, let's let's talk about some other teams and the other divisions. And, and so, who who do you have making the playoffs this year, if you were to predict right now? Got to put you on the spot a little
3: bit. Yeah. Um, well, like I said, in the North, I think um, the Vikings and the Packers both probably are the two teams that have the best chance. I think they're uh, the teams that are best balanced um, in the NFC North. You've got um, the the Seahawks. I mean, they they play in a pretty weak division. The 49ers aren't very good. The Rams are. They're doing all right at the beginning of the year, but um, they've they've typically struggled. They're known for being like eight and eight every year, uh, pretty mediocre. And then uh, the Cardinals aren't doing very well, especially they lost David Johnson for to injured reserve, um, so they're not going to do very well. So I think the Seahawks have a pretty clear path. Um, okay. to The NFC West. I'm sorry. Um, then in the East, you got I'm expecting there'll be at least two playoffs teams from the East. There's some pretty good teams over there. I would, at the beginning of the year, I would have said the giants, but they're not looking very good anymore. I think the Cowboys probably have a chance to make it back. I think the Eagles have a chance. Um, yeah, there's the, the okay. four, probably two. Yeah.
4: Very good. Very good. And so, uh, so who who if you were to pick right now who so who's gonna to go to the uh Super Bowl representing uh NFC?
3: Honestly Is he gonna um, pick
4: the Packers? Is he going to <laughs> <laughs>
3: Um I wanna I wanna say so, but I I think Atlanta is still the team that it was last year. Um okay. and they made it to the Super Bowl last year and I think they're as long as they stay healthy, I think they'll make it back. And I I would have thought that we were better, um, just with all our off-season guys that we got and drafted, but they kind of whooped us last week. So I kind of had to take a slice of humble pie there. So I still think <laughs> the Falcons are the best team in the NFC. But yeah, hopefully that. Hopefully, if the Packers can get healthy, then they'll stand a bit more of a chance. But right now, the Falcons are the best team.
4: Okay. Speaking of the Falcons, I mean, oh man, well, what what a uh, tough game to lose uh, last year in the Super Bowl. I mean, of course, the greatest comeback, but it was it was a comeback, yes, by the Patriots, but it was kind of a what just a fall apart uh, thing for for the the Falcons, wasn't it?
3: Yeah. And it really shouldn't have happened either. If you look back at um, what kind of happened, there was there was a catch towards the end of the game that Julio Jones made right on the sideline. And if they had just taken a knee twice and then kicked a field goal, they would have won the game. But instead, sure. uh, they decided to. Put, they didn't even hand it off either. They decided to pass it, and he took two straight sacks and knocked him out of field goal range. And then they had to punt it. That's,
4: yeah, ex- I mean, yeah.
3: obviously there were other factors, but. Even if even if all of that other bad stuff happened, and then just you stick with just that, that was why.
4: Yeah, no, you're ab- you're absolutely right. Yeah, and take more time off the clock. Boy, what what could have been, what have could have shoulda, right?
3: Yeah, that's for what sure. makes
4: sports uh, a lot of fun. Uh, okay, so yeah, well, let's yeah, move exactly. forward to the AFC now. Got to got to get your take on some of the divisions and who you think is going to make the playoffs and uh, represent. Uh, you know, in the Super Bowl there.
3: Yeah. Um, well, AFC East, obviously the Patriots are going to win that division. They look even better than they did last year. They did lose week one, but I don't – I mean, they're still um, – they're fine that we saw them bounce back last week against the Saints. They're, they're going to be just fine. They had Brandon Cooks now that they didn't have last year. They're, yeah, I think they make it back to at least the AFC Championship. Uh, I think the most interesting division over there is – um the Chiefs, Broncos, and Raiders and Chargers are all in the same division, and they are all really good. The AFC West. Um, I think probably three of those teams make it. I would guess it, there's four division winners, and then two wild cards that make the playoffs in the AFC. Right. And honestly, I think whichever I don't know which team's going to win the division. My guess is probably the Chiefs, um, and I think the Raiders and Broncos take the two wild cards. That is a really, really good division. I think there's going to be a lot of players
4: yeah. there. Yeah, okay. I mean, is yeah. Tom Brady crazy or what? I mean, he's, he's saying he feels better than he did in his late 20s.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what to tell you about that. I mean, we've seen guys that have played into their 40s, and they've been all right. But, I mean, we saw T- Tate Manning a few years back retired around that age, and his arm strength had significantly diminished. Like, you could tell he was getting up there. And right Tom Brady, no signs of slowing down yet,
4: yeah, now you know i'm a, I'm a chiropractor, uh, Jacob, and so uh you know Tom Brady, uh, about ten plus years ago, started using chiropractic care, massage, uh, some really advanced physical training, and he started this really uh, res- restrictive anti-inflammatory diet, and he attributes a lot of his success to that combination of kind of a natural a health approach so although yeah you, you know the in the patriots it, it's kind of like either you love them or you hate them right i mean <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there, yeah there's not a whole lot of people that love them probably outside of new england i imagine i don't know what do you think
3: i yeah i would think that's probably pretty accurate and i don't know that I mean there obviously there's been a ton of cheating scandals with or not Right. I don't know what the, I don't know if the, I don't even know what to believe with all that, but there's a lot of rumors of them at least. Um, and that a lot of people think that um, just because they've won so many championships that they have to be cheating because they don't want to admit that their team is worse and stuff like that. But yeah, Bill, Bill Belichick, it's just, uh, and Tom Brady together. Very, very good. And, um, yeah, I, I just just because they're so successful and they take away so much from other teams. Yeah, there's not a lot of guys outside of New England that like them.
4: <laughs> That's right. Now uh, it seemed like the NFL they were just on an upswing with ratings like crazy up till about two years ago, and last year things were down. And I understand that the ratings are, are a little dipped again this year. Uh, what do you attribute that to, and do you think it's going to last, or where, where do you think uh, this year is going to take it as far as ratings?
3: Um, it's hard to say. I think some of the issues are, uh, it's um, there's just people upset about um, the way that people, the way that the players are acting politically. You have Colin Kaepernick taking a knee on the sideline, and I think that's a big reason. That uh, that alone. Is a big reason that the ratings dip so much. It's just because there's a bunch of people that said um, because Kaepernick, either because he's on a team or because he's not on a team, and just either way, there's people who are boycotting the NFL for both sides, and there's really nothing the NFL can do about it. That's yeah. There's people that get upset and they're yeah, they're just not watching because of that, or they're leaving bad ratings, or yeah, it's just it's well, that's it's interesting.
4: That's interesting you say that because I kind of sensed that, too, last year. Of course, the NFL and the commissioner uh, would never say, oh, no, no, it has nothing to do with that. But I, I think it did, I mean, at least initially last year, just kind of like you're saying.
3: Yeah, and another another thing that people kind of seem to be taking issue with is Roger Goodell and the uh, suspension process that they do because a lot of people think that deflate gate last year was bogus. A lot of people think that the Ezekiel Elliott suspension that happened this year is bogus. Um, There's guys like Ezekiel Elliott gets a six-game suspension, even though in in trial, in actual court, he was found not guilty. And then there's other guys who have been found guilty and definitely, like most notably the Giants kicker, Josh Brown, beat his wife multiple times. I I don't remember the exact number, but it was like 10, 20 times. He got a one-game suspension. And I think wow. that's that's another big issue is just because there, the um, I don't the justice is just very skewed and people don't like the way that they're being punished. There's not really a standard and it just seems to change from case to case and it seems unfair to a lot of people. That's another issue. Right.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, it, it's an exciting game and uh, hopefully the ratings will you know pick up. Now, uh, let me ask a little bit more about you. I mean, here here you are. I mean, you're 18 years old, and you are on top of your game, Jacob. Uh, Not only, (laughs) you know, just uh, the NFL facts and you're doing all this research, uh, but you're a smart guy. You you mentioned it briefly at the top of the interview, but you just graduated from high school just a couple months ago. But as I understand it, you had so many advanced classes that you took, that you had enough credits, like you're, what well, you're starting off as a sophomore, right correct okay I mean that, that that's pretty cool I'll, uh and so tell us more about what you're studying and what you plan to get your degree in
3: yeah, um, so yeah, I'm entering as a sophomore i was um I took some pretty rigorous courses in middle school, so because of that. Um, I was I was a little bit advanced once I got into high school and I tested out of a few courses so that got me some extra credits. I started uh, as a freshman for example I started in English 3 just because the the English courses I took in middle school were so hard so it it just got me a bunch of extra credits that I didn't have to earn because I tested out of classes and that just gave me because I got extra credits for that it gave me extra time to take early college and that's why I have a year and a half of credits done. Um, But yeah I'm currently going to Lakeland University uh, in Cleveland or – actually, I'm not sure exactly what city it's technically in. It's, I live in Sheboygan. It's about 20 minutes away from my house. Okay. But I'm studying computer science, and then I will have a minor's law. I think it's going to be in business, but I haven't exactly knocked that out yet.
4: Well, that's fantastic. Well, uh, your computer science, that makes sense because you have a great website. Uh, you, you embed all your episodes, your anchor episodes. Uh, so I'm very impressed, uh, very, very savvy. Tell us where people can find you on the web.
3: Yeah, uh, um, you just mentioned uh, my website. I actually just launched that today, which was super exciting. I've, I've been thinking about it for a while. and um, Today I pulled the trigger. I went out and bought the domain and set it up. I had a bunch of free time after school today. So that's all up there. It's um, FootballFanaticsPodcast.com. And on there, I'll have, like you mentioned, I have all my episodes embedded. So if you want to check any of those out, that's there. Um, I do a weekly, um, every week, uh, usually on Fridays. So tomorrow it will be coming out. I do a preview of all the upcoming games, and then in that preview, I do like a little bit of speculation on like who's gonna be successful in fantasy this week, and then at the end, I'll have a prediction for who's gonna win the game. So on my website, I have. Uh, a spreadsheet where I have all of my picks in there and then just throughout awesome. the season me and my friend that I'm featuring, we're going to, we're having a little competition to see who can get the most games right uh, by the end of the season. So that's up there. Um, just a contact form. Um, so you can email me um, there. And then also on Twitter um, at NFL fanatic POD, is P-O-D in podcast. If you want to follow me there.
4: Fantastic, and it's footballfanaticpodcast.com. dot uh, com. I, I think it's just uh, fantastic what you're doing. Uh, uh, so now you have a great voice; you're, you're just natural uh, with your audio segments and your podcast. Is that something that you'd like to uh, continue to develop and pursue down the road? I mean, would you like to ever do anything with football in that regard? Yeah,
3: definitely. That's um Part of the, yeah, part of the reason I started on Anchor, like, even before I started, like, before I knew what, that I was going to do it about football, I just wanted to do something because, um, public speaking specifically, and then just talking in, in complete sentences and stuff like that, and not stuttering, it was just something that I wasn't very good at, so, um, I think it, it, doing this podcast has helped me a lot, just in communication skills, um, and I, sure. I just knew, um, you want to start a podcast about something that you can talk about all day. and That was the NFL. So that's how I got started there. But if I could do like, if I could do this professionally, that would be incredible. That would be something I definitely want to do. And I just, it's a pretty um, limited, uh, there's not a ton of opportunities in that. I wouldn't think they're all pretty much filled. So that's why I'm going computer science. I don't want to um, put my hopes on something in that, probably isn't, like, I don't know, I want to have a backup plan, guess, I guess yeah, I'm trying to say.
4: Well, hey, in the meantime, though, I mean, here's, here's the awesome thing about it. You just, you literally was one of the first podcasts to start on Anchor. You just graduated from high school. You got 25 episodes already out there, and you got your own website. I mean, that's pretty cool stuff.
3: Yeah, and then I guess, I mean, I'm not going to school for sports journalism or anything like that, but if people listen to my stuff, like, I I have stuff. I don't have college. I won't have college for sports journalism, but I've taken English, advanced English classes and stuff like that. I'm taking writing classes, and then if they want to know what I know and what I can do, they can just listen to what I've got up here.
4: That's awesome. Fantastic. So you said uh, for you personally, uh, it's really helped you just, you know, learn to communicate and articulate, right? I mean, what What are some of the other uh, personal benefits that you've noticed uh, since you started podcasting and, and recording regularly?
3: Um. Yeah, I well, that was definitely the biggest one. It's just um, the learning to articulate. And then another one is just confidence. I wasn't always... Uh, it's kind of weird putting yourself out there. And um, that's something I know... I've also been kind of weird about like it's it's weird putting stuff out there for everyone here, so I guess just um being able to actually put it out there and get good feedback and stuff has really helped a confidence and that that always it just makes it the better the more confident you are the more um the more you're gonna do and the better it's gonna sound
4: absolutely, very cool now, the nature of your station i I was listening to it today. You have a lot of call-ins, a lot of interaction. I mean, people like to uh, voice their opinion and, and uh, join in the conversation, don't they?
3: Yeah, and I'm trying to incorporate that more. I haven't been able to do it as fun in the past, as I'm trying to like grow my audience and whatnot. But I, even if I don't get a lot of people calling into my station, I always um, I'm trying to go to other football sports stations and comment and call in there. So uh, whether or not it's on my specific station
4: it's going on somewhere awesome awesome so uh, being a prolific podcaster here uh, if someone is just joining anchor and maybe maybe they've done you know a few saved episodes or you know, some segments and they've thought about registering a podcast uh, but you know kind of like you're saying initially it initially it can be a little intimidating uh, you know, to kind of put your voice out there, and uh, what, what advice would you give someone who's just thinking about starting a podcast like you you did uh, a few months ago?
3: Yeah, uh, the best advice I could give is something that I actually heard from um, a different a different uh, podcast. It's called the Inner Tube. It's just about content creation and stuff like that, um, inspiring you to do stuff like that and create videos or podcasts or whatever. Um, basically, you just have to start. Because um, you can think about it and you can plan all you want, but experience is what's going to do the most good for you. And that's the way it was for me. Like I I talked about making a podcast potentially and I thought about it, but I really learned, you learn the most when you actually do it. And at the beginning, yeah, you're probably not going to like what it sounds like, but as you go on, you're going to continue to get better and better and better. So you just have to get started and Expect that it's not going to be to your satisfaction at the beginning, but as you keep going, it's, you're going to enjoy it more and more.
4: That is excellent advice. Just do it, and uh, the, you got to start somewhere, right? And just get experience by doing. I love it. Yeah, Fan- fantastic. Well, Jacob, I really appreciate you being part of our uh, Anchor uh, Talk Profile Interview Series here, and uh, where our goal is to interview 100 Anchor members. Uh, this is such a cool thing for me because I've gotten to know uh, the members that I've interviewed you know, at a deeper level. I know you've used the interview feature on Anchor. It's pretty cool, isn't it?
3: Yeah, yeah, I enjoy it. I haven't been able to. Um, I've been on other interviews. I haven't interviewed anyone myself, but I'll be interviewing uh, another sports guy uh, this coming Monday, so I'm pretty excited.
4: Oh, fantastic. Well, I want to remind our listeners that they can – be profiled as an anchor member uh, here on Anchor Talk if they go to anchorinterviews dot com anchorinterviews dot com uh, just like Jacob did, and uh, you can sign up and uh, uh, we'd love to interview you and get to know more about you. So Jacob, uh, thank you so much. Uh, you are awesome. Uh, God bless you in your schooling. Uh, you, you've got a lot going for you for eighteen years old, and I know the people. Uh, the listeners who are going to listen to this interview are going to be very inspired by you, what you're accomplishing already, and your story. So thank you.
3: Yeah, thank you very much. It's been, it's been a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. All right. So remember
4: to go to uh, Football Fanatic. That's the name of the anchor station, and then uh, Football Fanatic uh, Podcast you can subscribe to and check out uh, Jacob's new site, footballfanaticpodcast.com. All right, Jacob. Hey, don't don't uh, let your Packers beat up on my Bears too much when they play them this year, okay? Take <laughs> it easy on us. Uh,
3: yeah, I'll I'll try and let Aaron Rodgers know to take it easy. <laughs> okay. Hey, I really appreciate that.
4: Okay. Hey, listen. <laughs> thanks again for joining us, Jacob. You take care. Yeah. All right. You okay, too. Thanks. Bye. Thank you.
2: Doctor Dan, I have found the interviews you've done great to listen to and what I really like is that you've saved them they're in a place I can go to so any cold wet afternoon when I got my feet up at home and I just want to broaden my horizon increase my uh, uh, my my view of people and the world I have a treasure trove there on anchor I don't know another one I might have mentioned to you at one stage duan way way back on anchor version one uh, set out to do it and I'd be very pleased to speak to you
0: hello Paul from Ireland thank you for the call in And that is so cool that you enjoy the interviews that we've done here on Anchor. And I believe that they're a treasure trove also. And I have just been blessed by having the opportunity to talk to and get to know uh, just a great cross-section of Anchor members from across the world. Uh, We've had people from Portugal, from UK, Canada, US, you know what we have not interviewed anyone from ireland i think it's time this is destiny i would recommend you go to please anchorinterviews.com sign up please notice the time change it's eastern standard just do the little conversion there let's interview you paul that'd be wonderful thanks again for the call in and i love that you have the idea of listening to the interviews ...on a rainy day. That is cool. This is Dr. Dan with Anchor Talk. Hope you're having a great Anchor Day. There's been some good discussion on several channels about background music... ...and whether you like to use it or not like to use it as a creator but also as a listener. So I thought, you know what? Let's make this an episode and add a lot of the input that people are giving... ...and really look at all the options with background music... I will share my ideas, because I do use background music, but not all the time, and I have my certain favorites. So let's discover and discuss all about background music and how we can use it or not use it here on Anchor. Please call in, weigh in, join the conversation, and we'll have it as a good, saved episode here on Anchor Talk. Thanks for everything. Dr. Dan,
3: doing a little dial cleaning. This morning, and I want to let you know And you already know this, I think, deep down But you will always be on my dial
0: you always be on my dial When I rotate it around I get so excited when you come around On my dial so that I can listen to you For some reason on anchor they only allow like ten stations, so I only see ten stations. I hope one is you, I hope one is you, I hope one is you.